welcome to creating wealth through passive apartment investing podcast in this show we will discuss about best and worst experiences about passive and active apartment investing and i am your host ramakrishna let's begin the show today's our guest is rad cliff welcome rad oh thanks for having me rama i'm really looking forward to uh, seeing what we can do to have some fun and add some value today yeah thank you a little bit about rad Radcliffe is an entrepreneur, real estate investor, multiple business owner, author, mentor, and community philanthropist who is passionate about business, life, success, and giving back. As one of the country's top real estate trainers, Rod has personally owned and managed over 2000 properties. Rod is host of the top ranked real estate podcast, The Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. Rod is the author of How to Create Lifetime Cash Flow Through Multifamily Properties. With that Rod, would you like to add anything to your background? Sure. Well, let me take a minute if you don't know, if you have never heard my story, I'll just take a few minutes and talk about it because I think it ties into a lot of my messaging. So, you know, I immigrated to this country when I was very young, when I was 6 years old. I was born in the Netherlands in Holland and we immigrated. I ended up in Denver, Colorado where we lived for 30 years and we didn't have much growing up. In fact, uh, you know, we I wore hand-me-down clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school and you know, my we had to shop at uh, you know, expired food stores and things of that nature. just to get by and luckily my mom had an incredible work ethic and she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat and with her babysitting money when i was 14 she bought the house across the street from us for about $30,000 and when i was 17 she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep and i said well then i'm getting into real estate i'm not doing college and i didn't and i got into real estate and you know what's interesting is my first year in real estate i only made about $8,000 and my second year maybe about $10,000 but my third year i made well over 100 $100,000 which back in uh let's see what was that 1981 was really good money. And so one of the things that I talk about in my podcast and at my live events and teach actually is that 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and your psychology. Only 10 to 20% is the is the mechanical information that you know the real estate knowledge that we talk about on our podcast. It's really primarily mindset. You know if it was just the knowledge there'd be a bunch of wealthy librarians and college professors out there. It's the do, it's the take action, it's the get back up when you get knocked down. And so that's what a lot of my messaging is about. You know, I have a podcast called the Lifetime Cashflow Podcast and uh, we just broke 9 million downloads. I'm very proud of that. But I think one of the reasons it's done so well is every week I do a clip called Own Your Power and it's about mindset. And it's just 5 minutes and and something, you know, there's so much fear out there right now in the world, Rama. There's so many people are afraid. And right now more than ever, if you're listening to Rama, you're a leader and you need to direct your focus and pay attention to your focus because it's so easy to get sucked into CNN or MSNBC and and guys they're not there to to inform us they're there to just scare the hell out of us and so you really need to stand guard at your mind and bring in the good stuff because whatever you focus on is going to get larger be it negative or positive so it's very very important you bring in the good stuff you can listen to my podcast or you can you know go on YouTube and and download motivational videos but don't get sucked into the news and and all that negativity i mean don't get me started on the politics it's just you know so, so very very important right now for you to be careful 
with what you're focusing on. But anyway, fast forward to today, like Rama said, I've owned over 2,000 houses that I rented long-term, also multiple apartment complexes. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And, but there's a punchline, you know, I thought I was a real estate god, you know, because I, you know, you do the math on that. It's about $8,300 an hour over a 40 hour work week. And of course I did. And I got a head so big, I could barely fit it through the door. And you know, when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little smackdown. Well, that was 2008 for me. I lost that 17 million. I actually lost $50 million in 2008. And so, you know, a lot of my messaging is around the mindset it took to have $50 million to lose in the first place. And then the mindset it took to get back to the success that I'm blessed to enjoy today. And, you know, we can take this conversation any way you'd like, Rama, but, uh, you know, that's my story. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that, Rod. So why you shifted towards multifamily? In 2008, what was interesting is it was my single family that pulled me down. My apartments did just fine. Now, let me explain. So I had 800 houses and several apartment complexes in 2008. And my houses were spread out over, you know, I had houses two hours north of me and two hours south and everywhere in between. And I wasn't paying attention to the cash flow, even though I was only at a 30% loan to value. So think about that. I only owed 30 cents on the dollar and I still crashed and burned. And here's why. So Florida has no state income tax. So their property taxes are higher here, respectfully. Additionally, which of course impacts cash flow. Additionally, I had houses in wind and flood zones, which of course is higher insurance, which again impacts cash flow. Yep. But it was what killed me were a couple of things. The big thing was logistics. So my properties, my houses at least were C-class properties, lots of maintenance. Well, if I send a maintenance guy to one of my apartment complexes, everything's the same. All the appliance par- appliances are the same. So appliance parts are the same. HVAC, parts of the same plumbing, electrical, locks, you name it, everything's the same. So we could stockpile parts and I could send a maintenance guy and he could be in and out in an hour, be done. Well, if I had to send someone to one of my houses, you know, they have to maybe drive an hour, hour and a half to get there. They have to go see what's wrong because everything's different. Then they have to go find a Home Depot or Lowe's and, you know, buy parts. And I don't know, Rama, if you've ever fixed anything around the house, but I invariably, anytime I do, I end up having to go back because I need something else. And that's no different for a maintenance guy. And so what would take an hour at one of my apartment complex? complexes took all day at one of my 800 houses. And so very, very expensive logistically there as well. But then the coup de grace, as it were, was the demographic of tenants that I had in my houses were a lot of people in retail and a lot of contractors. And of course, retail fell off a cliff, but but I had plumbers, electricians, drywallers, painters, roofers, and that work fell off a cliff. There was nothing for them to do. And so, you know, and then when my portfolio actually dropped and went underwater, So it dropped more than 70%. You know, I thought Florida was recession proof with 80 million baby boomers getting old and getting cold. Well, I was just a little too early. But so anyway, it was a perfect storm, very painful. I mean, I'm back now, but you know, I call it a seminar. I don't call them failures. I call them seminars. It was an expensive seminar. Awesome. So, and what is your like life philosophy and apartment investing philosophy? Well, the reason I started my podcast was to get the messaging out there that if you're going to buy real estate and hold it, for God's sakes, do multifamily. Don't do single family because... Of what I just described. It's it, you're going to get plus you're going to get much further, much faster, you know, buying a 20 unit than buying 20 single family houses or even 10 duplexes, you know, so go larger if you can. And again, my multifamily did just fine through all of that. Had I not crossed
almost collateralized my apartments with my, yes, it pulled back, probably dropped about 11% in collections, but that's easily survivable. But if I hadn't cross collateralized my apartment buildings with packages of houses, I'd still own them. You know, I thought I was brilliant saving, you know, 20, 30, 40 basis points and refinancing into larger packages, which included my apartments. I'd still own them today if I hadn't done that. So the point, the messaging in my podcast is for God's sakes, do multifamily. I mean, even right now, you know, I've avoided retail and office mainly because I didn't know it. I got kind of excited about retail a while back, but I passed and thank God I did. I mean, my friends that have strip centers and shopping centers, I mean, I know, uh, oh, what's that? Starwood just uh, gave a billion and a half, do- a Starwood, or I may have that name wrong, but they just gave a billion and a half dollars worth of retail back to the banks. And, you know, I have friends that have a bunch of retail and they, the number I'm hearing is about 70% of their tenants need help. They're not paying. So, you know, an office, I mean, you know, same thing, lots of problems there. So multifamily has really weathered previous storms well in the past. And, you know, yes, the rents have pulled back, but then they've come back to pre-crisis levels and exceeded them very quickly, like in three years in 08 with that crash, you know, by 11, rents were back up higher than they were in 07. So, you know, it's very resilient. Now, will it do that again? Who knows? I mean, you know, inflation is likely going to happen because you can't print trillions of dollars and not have it impact the economy. Now, I just did a YouTube video titled the coming real estate crash of 2021. It's already had 40,000 views, quite a bit of hate in the comments because people don't believe it, but I firmly believe we're headed for a serious correction. And so, you know, now, is that something to fear? No, it's an opportunity. Yes, you know, it's going to be painful. It's going to suck for a lot of people, you know, but it with crisis comes opportunity. And and if you're not, if you don't get sucked into the fear, you know, it could be the opportunity of a lifetime and of our lifetimes. I actually think, you know, they're going to be distressed assets at 20, 30, 40 cents on the dollar. And I, so again, not something to fear, something to prepare for, something to, you know, get into cash or learn this multifamily business as quickly as possible. I mean, you know, I teach this business, as you know, I had, I was scheduled to have 800 people at a uh, boot camp in Orlando. So, you know, I had sold out boot camps. Every boot camp sold out. I was scheduled to have 800 people in May in Orlando. And we all know what happened to that, but I had to innovate immediately. In fact, if you go to multifamilyvirtualbootcamp.com, you'll see me in my backyard recording the video for this website that we threw up in two days. And I did a live stream. I've created a video studio here at my compound and, and we live streamed and we had 900 people attend. It was our largest event ever. And we just did another one, had over 700 people attend. And I've got another one coming up October 17th and 18th. And you know, it's $97 and I'm not selling anything. It's kind of a no brainer. It's two days of training for $97 and nothing's being sold. It's just drinking through a fire hose. I will say that, but you know, if you're interested, go to multifamilyvirtualbootcamp.com or text Rod Live, R-O-D-L-I-V-E to 41411, Rod Live to 41411 and we'll send you the information. But oh, this is important. The price has gone up. So use the code Rod Friend to get it for 97. It's 147, but use Rod Friend for 50 bucks off as one word. But uh, again, um, you know, with this crash coming, get educated. Even if it's not with me, I mean, I can tell you my competitors charge three or $4,000 for less information than I'll give you in the two days in October. But the point is get educated because otherwise you're going to miss this opportunity and it truly could be a once in a lifetime opportunity. So what was your take on multifamily space during COVID and going forward? Sure. So again, I know we're headed for a correction, even in the multifamily space. You cannot have millions and millions of people unemployed. And you know, now that the PPL loans have run out and the stimulus is really close to running out, you know, after the election, I think all bets are off. And I think we're going to have a reckoning unless the Fed keeps printing money. And if that happens, then we're going to have inflation. So I don't know what's worse, but I think it'd be better if we just crashed and everything settled back. But who knows? But I, I really believe we're going to, we're heading for some pain. If they kick the can down the curb a little further, that may happen. And it may, you know, may delay.
delayed a year or two, but you know, I had Harry Dent, the economist, on my podcast a few weeks ago, and he said the crash is right around the corner. It's going to happen literally any day. Uh, the stock market crash will be the first part of it, and then you'll know it's beginning. And you know, people make fun of Harry because he's you know a lot of doom and gloom. But I saw him speak over 20 years ago in Vancouver, and had I listened to him, I would have gotten out of residential real estate in 08 because he totally called it. I got the dates you know really close as well, and I wouldn't have lost 50 million dollars. So I'm listening to him now. I mean, I already believed it before I had him on the show. I already, I've been telling my students, my friends that, hey, it's coming, get out of the stock market, you know, get into cash, be ready so you can take advantage of the opportunity that's coming, not so you don't get sucked into the fear and the pain. But, you know, again, multifamily has been very resilient in previous crashes. And yes, there are going to be some operators that, you know, a lot of skinny deals were done over the last few years, drama, you know this. I mean, people that, you know, that uh, that can't sustain more than a, you know, 10 to 15% drop in their, in their economic occupancy and they're, and if they don't have good operating reserves, they're going to be in trouble. You know, we've purchased 1,400 doors in the last uh, 18 months with our students. And these last two deals we just did, we did one in Cincinnati. And we've got a million and a half dollars in an operating reserve just in case, you know. And, and on the other one in Northeast Atlanta, we've got a million. And this is, I know that it sounds like a lot and it is a lot, but I'm, you know, <laughs> hit me once, shame on you. Hit me twice, shame on me. So I'm very, very conservative. And I will tell you like that 280 unit in Cincinnati, I literally went line by line resident by resident and looked at where they worked to see how much they might be impacted by COVID. And, and that's why we went through with the deal because uh, it looked like a lot of them COVID resistant type employment. Delta, there were some Delta employees and I think, you know, any day they're going to announce some layoffs for that. But uh, certainly United just said they're laying off 16,000 people. So again, I think the pain is just about to really get started. And I think anyone that tells you otherwise is naive, frankly, but Listen, I've been wrong before, but I really feel strongly that that we're headed for some pain in this country. I just don't think we can recover. I mean, I went to uh, South Beach with my wife two weeks ago, and I even did a Facebook Live on this. If you go to Rod Cleef Official and you watch my Facebook Live, I'm on top of the hotel there. And and I was just so saddened because one of our favorite places to go is this retail center called Lincoln Road, where they have all shops and restaurants. And I loved to people watch there. I lived in Miami for a while when I was single. And some of the iconic restaurants along that stretch of road have shut down. And I was just blown away when a business after business after business permanently shut down, not temporarily. And, you know, at least 30, maybe even 40% of the retail gone, shut down. And so, you know, to think that we're not going to have some pain, economic pain in this country, again, is naive. I mean, we can't keep printing money. I mean, (laughs) common sense dictates that's stupid. So anyway, that's my take on it, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. So would you like to share any of your best apartment investing experience so far? Sure. Well, the thing that I'll tell you is if you're going to do this business, don't dabble for God's sakes, because there are more zeros, obviously, in this business. So I don't care if you learn from me, but learn the business. Don't dabble. Dabblers get crushed. And right now, more than ever, be super conservative, okay? Because we're going to see some vacancy. We're going to see some rent pullback. Not significant, but I think we're going to see some rent pullback. And again, I'm super conservative. I mean, you know, we've got several of our assets that are 65% loan to value, for example, by design, still with great returns. And, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, I think if you're careful and you're prudent and you're realistic and you're conservative, then, you know, you absolutely can still make money even in this market before it crashes. And, you know, we've just, um, uh, we had a deal in, that we were really close on in Dallas that uh, I think the broker screwed us around on, so we didn't get it. But uh, we've got two LOIs going out today and, you know, we're super conservative. And if, you know, we only deal with accredited investors. So if you're accredited and you want to talk to us, text the word partner to 411. 
1-800-821-4411. You know, if you want to come to my, and that's another thing. If you're a passive investor and you're going to invest in somebody's deal, for God's sakes, you need to know what it is you're investing in. You have to understand the business. Don't give your money to someone unless you have a basic understanding. So if that, just for that reason alone, come spend a couple days with me. But if you're, you know, if you want to talk to my team about, you know, prospective deals that we have coming in the future, you know, we're very, very conservative. Like I said, just text partner to 41411 and you'll get on my partner, Robert's calendar. He's a CPA and done, I think, a billion and a half dollars worth of commercial real estate. So super, super experienced, super knowledgeable, really good guy as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, we love multifamily. I love multifamily just because of my own experience. And, you know, it's just being further cemented versus other asset classes. I mean, there's still some other asset classes doing okay. Self-storage seems to be doing okay. Mobile home parks doing okay. But certainly warehouse industrial uh, is doing great because of the Amazon dynamic. But multifamily, I love it. I just love it. And I think it's a, a home run for anyone that will take the time to learn it and then take action with it. So would you share any of your worst apartment investing experience? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're not infallible. I've got a, an asset right now in Louisiana and uh, we did it with a partner, a partner that had 4,000 doors when I met him. And he had a management company and, you know, and I'm not going to name names, so please don't ask, thought he knew what he was doing as far as management. And he and the company, this management company didn't, and they did a horrible, horrible job. And it took me eight months to get him out. But, you know, we've taken it over and we're turning it around and, and, you know, it's still a home run all the way down the line. It's just, we've lost some time because of, you know, this partner that I had in that, in that asset. And so, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I assumed, you know, you break down the word assume, you know what that does. And, and I had assumed this person knew what they were doing. And and it was apparent that they didn't, at least in that class of asset. And so, you know, it's a lesson, you know, it's not a, luckily it's not a, a, a fatal lesson, but it is nonetheless. And, you know, again, I call them seminars. And so, you know, I learned from that seminar and anything like that is nothing but feedback, Rama. And, you know, even failure, it's, people shouldn't fear failure. They should fear regret. And failure is nothing but feedback. Again, that's why I call them seminars. We fail our way to success. You know, I've, I've built 24 other businesses and several have been worth tens of millions of dollars, but most have been spectacular flaming seminars. And again, we that's how we learn is we try and, and uh, you know, luckily this one was correctable with that particular asset. But, you know, I, I love to tell the story. I met the billionaire owner of Spanx, the women's undergarments. Um, she started with $5,000 and now she's, besides being a beautiful human being, she's of course a billionaire. And she told me at this mastermind that we were both attending and she actually spoke at that she used to, her dad used to ask her every night, what have you failed at today? And just to cause his children not to fear failure. And I just thought that was such a wonderful message to tell our children so that they take action and not failure. Because I will tell you, there's nothing worse than regret. Be much more afraid of regret. In fact, I I tell the story about this nurse in Australia that was a hospice nurse, counseled hospice patients at the end of their lives. And and she asked them a question, you know, before they died, you know, do you have any regrets? And she even wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. And the number one regret, Rama, was not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, you know, not doing what I know I was capable of. And guys, we don't want that. So anyway, I, I think about that often when I'm, you know, when and teach that as well. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. So one advice that impacted you, Rod? You know, I met an old guy when I was young in Denver and a very wealthy guy that owned tons of apartments. And I wrote about this in my book, actually. And he told me, buy real estate, get it paid off, and you will have buckets of money. (laughs) And that stuck with me for my whole life. And and it's the truth. There's nothing better than free and clear real estate for for security. And and I know, you know, everyone on this show wants to leverage and buy and and keep buying and all that. But uh, ultimately, 
ultimately when it's free and clear, I mean, that's real money. <laughs> that's, that's, that's real money. So and any of one book that impacted your life and what way? Sure. Well, listen, one book that everyone should read is called The Five Languages of Love. And, and the reason I bring that up is my love language is gifts. And, and everyone has a way that they feel and they receive love more. So if you're listening and you love anybody, get that book for God's sakes, because you want to give people love in the way they feel it. But my way of expressing love is through gifts. And uh, so my students get lots of gifts from me and many of them are books. And so let me share some of the books that I share with my students. One is Turning Pro by Stephen Pressman, which is, you know, stop operating as an amateur, decide to become a professional and take the, whatever you're doing seriously. Great book. Another book is The Slight Edge about those little decisions that you make every day that traject your life up or down and almost unnoticeably at the time, but they stack up, they, they turn, you know, they make your life a success or, or not. And another, of course, Gary Keller's book, The One Thing is fantastic. Of course, anything by Kiyosaki, which I'm sure you've heard many times on the show, but all of his books are fantastic in my opinion. And so, yeah, that should get him started. <laughs> yep. Yep. Awesome. So how are you giving back to community? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I do a goal setting workshop at my events and that's one of the first things we do because how the heck are you ever going to get anything if you don't know what it is and you don't know why you want it? Because if you don't, you're never going to take action. You're never going to push through fear or limiting belief or, or maybe you're comfortable. And the comfort zone's a warm place, but nothing grows there. So we do this goal setting workshop, but there's one thing about goals that's really important. You know, when I lived in Denver, I knew I wanted to live on the beach and there's no beach in Denver. And it took me 20 years, but I ended up building this $8 million, 10,000 square foot mansion on the beach. I owned the beach on one side. I had my boat houses on the backside. And, and it was unthinkable when I was 18. But shortly after I moved in, so I worked for this thing for 20 years. And shortly after I moved in, about two months, I'm floating in the pool at night. And, and I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was. It was this house I had built to prove to the world that I was good enough, that I mattered. And I'm looking up at this thing and I got really depressed. And so, you know, I heard about Tony Robbins and I went and saw him speak. This is 20 years ago. And I saw that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, wow, what a concept. Do something for someone else. And I'm embarrassed to say I had to be 40 to get that memo. But, you know, I've been totally focused on Rod, you know, show the world I matter, show the world I'm, you know, that I'm good enough. And so I decided to start feeding families. And I'm blessed to say we've now fed 80,000 children over the last 20 years. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to local children. I mean, don't get me started about how we can live in the greatest country on earth and our school children don't have the basic supplies they need. You know, tens of thousands of teddy bears filled with, you know, I'm sorry, teddy bears to, for officers to put in their cars, their patrol cars, when they encounter a child that's been traumatized. And that's how I give back. But let me add to that message. And that is, we are all as human beings put on this earth to contribute. Anything that doesn't contribute, frankly, in this world is eliminated. Um, and humans need to contribute. And, you know, so many of us, you know, achieve a achieve, achieve to be happy. I'm going to tell you that it's much faster to happily achieve. And you do that by giving back beyond yourself, by helping other people, by recognizing that we have two hands, one to lift ourselves up and one to lift up somebody else underneath us. And how can listeners can connect with you, Rod? Sure. Well, listen, if you're interested in this business, then please come see me at my two-day boot camp. Like I said, it's $97. It's a no-brainer because I'm not selling anything. And and that, again, is multifamilyvirtualbootcamp.com. My website, rodcleaf.com, is tons 
tons of free books and resources. You'll get a ton of my event as well. I mean, way more, probably about six inches worth of reading material. And I'm not exaggerating about 10 books uh, that are fantastic about this business. My goal is to over deliver because it comes back to you. You know, as you know, Rama, anything you give, you get back in tenfold or a hundredfold. That's just the way the universe, God, whatever you believe works. You want love, give love. You want happiness, give happiness. You want money, give of your time or give money. And it comes back to you in, in spades. And so, you know, I over deliver with that. But if, you know, check out my podcast, I promise you'll enjoy it. It's called Lifetime Cash Flow. If you're on your iPhone and you put in real estate, I usually come up number one or two with bigger pockets. And, you know, I think you really enjoy that. Thank you, Rad. Yeah, my pleasure. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message, info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing.